Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. We are still in the month of January, and I'm hoping and praying that you are still on course, that you're putting in the work. You see, people of God, I am praying for you each and every day that you are developing a habit of studying God's word. It really starts with just grabbing your Bible or in today's times, you could just pull out your cell phone and download a Bible app on your cell phone and just find a scripture to just read and meditate on that scripture. People of God, they even have a daily word app. You can just read some encouraging words that will refresh your spirits and renew your mind. And then comes the test. (laughs) You see, oftentimes, what you have just read will appear in broad daylight. (laughs) Yes, it will. You'll read on something that talks about walking in peace. And somewhere within your day, you you will encounter a person that's disturbing you. That's getting on your last nerves. And you will just smile because you knew God was preparing you for this day. Listen, I'm excited to be with you all for another episode that I believe will prepare you for becoming everything the Lord wants you to be. And I believe it will provide for you with confidence and assurance that you are on the right path. Because people of God... This is the day that the Lord has made. And what he wants from us is to rejoice and be glad in it. We should always celebrate a new day. I hear you. I hear you in the podcast land. I hear you loud. You're saying to me, I know, Pastor Phil, I know, I know. But there are some days you just don't feel like being happy. You don't always feel like being cheerful. You didn't sleep well, you woke up with a stiff neck, or you're walking around with a headache, or maybe you begin thinking about your workload for the day. Listen, I hear you, and I hear you loud. I get it. However, how you start your day is how you will handle your day. I want to say that one more time. How you start your day is how you will handle your day. You see, people of God, the Lord never said that you were going to have perfect days and nights. He never informed you about what was going to happen to you on this day. But he has given us biblical coping strategies when it comes to dealing with life's challenges and how to celebrate and rejoice each day. You see, people of God, in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verses 12 through 13, the Apostle Paul writes a very powerful and yet insightful look at life. He says it like this. He says, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every In any situation, whether well-fed or hungry, 
whether living in plenty or in want. Verse 13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. The secret of being content in any and every situation is that with God's help, I can handle it. Say that with me. I can handle it. I will rejoice. I will be hungry at times. I could be well fed. I can have struggles where life has pushed me to the edge. I will have setbacks where I begin to become angry and frustrated. I will be lacking at times where I do not know how I'm going to survive. There are going to be difficulties that will talk to me, telling me just to give up. At the end of his dissertation, after, after Paul's dissertation, he concludes, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can handle any circumstance or situation because I have developed a routine of spending time with the Lord. And when you develop this strategy, you will begin to embrace life's challenges in a way that brings glory to God and will keep you in perfect peace. All right. All right, people of God, let's get into tonight or today's episode. Now, people of God, this episode is one where the need to win life's battles is ever so important. We are living in a day where we are constantly and consistently being pushed and attacked by life's circumstances. And we have to be up on our game to ensure victory over the darkness, and we have to be in a place and posture where we know what to do. Where we know what to do. Think about what the Lord Jesus says about sin and darkness. And this is found in St. John chapter 3, verses 19 through 20. St. John chapter 3, verses 19 through 20. He says... And this is the condemnation that the light, which is Jesus, has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil, for every person practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. People of God, the Lord Jesus himself said said that sin loves to hide. Where there is sin, either unconfessed or cherished, there will always be darkness. And we have to be clear-headed and spiritually mindful of these attacks so we can thrive. And what the Lord has impressed upon me, the need to show our people that darkness will try to draw you into a place 
where this type of darkness can provide for you solutions to your problems. Huh? No, 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 no. Solutions to your problems? I'm going to give you an example. A man believes by joining a gang for the sake of acceptance and a way to receive instant gratification like money, cars, and women, yet not seeing the dangers and consequences to their decisions can be detrimental to their life. Darkness is not the answer. Or the manager who decides that stealing from the company to receive compensation for the years they've worked at that establishment, this decision can be costly to their future employment. Darkness is not the answer. Or better yet, when somebody is being being disrespectful to you, or being mean to you, or when a family member has said something that tries to destroy your reputation, or someone simply lied on you and made up lies about you, and you retaliate because of your pride, your response to the darkness is crucial. Now here in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 8 through 9. 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verses 8 through 9, the Apostle Paul writes, he says, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. I want to bring to your hearing, people of God, four pieces of evidence that deals with darkness. The first one is afflictions. Afflictions. Persistent pain or distress when unexpected circumstances appear at the doorstep of your heart to pressure you into thinking that the only way to succeed in your situation is to do things your way. To do things your way. Instead of seeking the Lord's assistance for the answers you need to handle your affliction. Being perplexed, being perplexed or bewildered or puzzled or just plain confused can entangle you into a problem. And this perplexity can last for years because you did not fully comprehend the magnitude of the trouble or the darkness. Now you are living in utter darkness. You didn't think by using those drugs that you would be so dependent and now you've just lost your way. You didn't see how that person in the relationship that you were in became so abusive and, and now you're scared to death that he will bring much harm to you. He says, he says to you, 
He says, I don't think I need any help. You saw all the signs. You saw all of the issues that were there. You love him, but now he's bringing harm to your life. You see, darkness comes in all shapes and sizes. Persecuted, Paul says. Persecution, standing up for what you believe in. Demonstrating your love and devotion to Jesus. Your commitment to living by the standards of Christ. It's looked at in a negative light because you refuse to give in to the darkness. For your refusal to give in or to conform to the godlessness of a sinful world is always going to be a challenge. It's always going to be a challenge. The last one, Paul says, even when I'm struck down or knocked down, when you lose your job, you don't have enough money to pay the bills or you don't have any resources to provide any assistance for your circumstance. Darkness will try to invade your space Take over your mind where you just want to give up. These are all life's challenges that we are faced with in this world. And the Lord has instructed me to talk about this very thing. And so tonight or today's episode is entitled How to Thrive in Tight Places. <laughs> How to Thrive in in tight places. You see, people of God, to thrive is simply demonstrating the ability to flourish or to prosper during difficult times that occurs in one's life. You see, most of the time, this concept of thriving is not when everything is perfectly safe and satisfactory. It's not when you have an abundance of money or resources, resources. It does not occur when you finally have hit the lottery. <laughs> to thrive in the tight places in life is simply saying to the darkness that I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength to succeed in life. And then it's put into motion by faith. It's put into motion by faith because the Bible declares faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. That's found in Romans, the 10th chapter, verse 17. Before we continue, we are going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled How to Thrive in Tight Places. Hello, everyone. I'm Christopher. I'm your editor of Full of Life Ministries San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say a couple of things during this commercial break. One, if you would like prayer or a word of encouragement or just want to talk, you definitely can. You can just call or text us at the number 619-790-4717. Again, that's 619-790-4717. 
Also, I would like to add that if you would like to donate in any kind of way or give to our ministry, that is still an option on any of our pages, Full of Life Ministries, so Spotify, Spreaker, wherever you're listening, we should have a place to give to our ministry. The money will be going to COVID relief and helping those who have lost their jobs or are suffering from COVID and a bunch of other things and people who may need it. So thank you so much for listening. God bless you and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into tonight or today's episode entitled How to Thrive in Tight Places. I wanted to show you where the Apostle Paul responds to these four dark places in his life. Okay, the first one, Paul says, I'm afflicted, but I'm not crushed. Can you help me say that? Say, I'm afflicted, but I'm not crushed. Can you say that one more time? I can hear you. (laughs) Say with me. I'm afflicted, but I'm not crushed. You see, people of God, when you speak to your dark circumstance, I'm not crushed. It brings fear to the darkness that's trying to destroy you. Paul is saying that, yes, I'm going through a difficult time in my life where it seems that it's raining problems and worry and fear on top of my head. But I'm going to survive because the Lord is the strength of my life. People of God, you are stronger than you think. God says you can handle this. That's what God says. God says you can handle this situation. He says you can handle this situation and you can thrive. Psalms 46 and 1 says it like this. God is our refuge and strength, a ever-present help in trouble. You see, people of God, exercising your faith in the midst of darkness protects you from giving in to the darkness. And when you speak in faith, and when you speak in faith, faith delivers the ultimate blow to that darkness And this principle will cause you to thrive in the tight and challenging places of your life. Yeah, you are afflicted, but you are not crushed because God is your refuge and your strength. Number two, being perplexed, but not driven to despair. He was confused. He was bewildered. But he was not in despair. You know, people of God, there will be times where you may be somewhere in your life where you are on the right highway. But you might have missed the turn or have taken the wrong turn. (laughs) How many of you in the podcast land have ever taken the wrong turn or just missed the turn? There are many times where you have missed out on an opportunity or have lost 
your way to possibilities. Just because it happened doesn't mean there won't be something new that you will discover about yourself. You see, being resilient when in despair is a God-given gift that helps you embrace instruction, helps you to help others when they are trying to find their way, lets you know why it's important to read the signs so you can get back on course. You see, people of God, God's GPS system can navigate you back on course. Yes, he, yes, he can. Psalms 119.105 says, God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. You see, Paul knew that in his tight place, he knew the Lord would provide for him a way of escape. So you have to understand the significance of being confused or perplexed that just because you got off course doesn't mean that you have to be in despair. God has an answer waiting just for you. And number three, Paul says being persecuted is a, is a badge of honor. Persecution is a badge of honor. Why would somebody have a problem with you just because you're trying to live a life that's pleasing to God and a life that reflects goodness, kindness, love, peace, joy, strength, purpose? When people attack you because you are trying to live right, it's just the darkness job to convince you that you are the one who's weak. You are the one that's abnormal when in actuality, the darkness is the one who's abnormal. When you feel like you're the only one who's trying to live right, you may feel lonely. You may be tempted to stay connected to to the people who have been in your life when you were in darkness darkness with them. Darkness can be very persuasive when you feel all by yourself. It'll say, come and have drinks with us. Hey, let's let's go party. Then darkness, darkness will say, what's wrong with you? It used to be fun and, and now you've changed. I don't like this new you. I don't know if I can be your friend if you keep acting like this. You see, people of God, persecution comes in different shapes and sizes. Remember, you are not forsaken. The Lord will send people into your life that will help you to stay on track in the tight places of change. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says it like this. It says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. Hallelujah. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You see, strong and courageous is living and thriving in tight places 
where the, influ- where the influence of others will try to pull you away from being in the center of God's perfect will for your life. So understand, being persecuted is not a bad thing. Wear it as a badge of honor. And lastly, even when you get struck down, even when you get knocked down, you will not be destroyed. Thriving in this tight place, <laughs> when your heart has taken a severe blow, when your finances is gasping for air, <laughs> when your loved one has taken a turn for the worse, when your hours at work have been cut in half, when hell visits you at the wrong time in your life, Paul says you will not be destroyed. You see, in the book of Ecclesiastes, in the third chapter, Solomon writes a true and meaningful passage of scripture. And he says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. That's what, that's, that's what Solomon says. And these seasons of sadness, loss, joy, newness, and growth, all of these seasons are intentional and God's influence in them should be acknowledged and counted on. If you are in a certain season in life, if you are in a certain season of life, you can be confident that the season will come to an end at some point. These tight places in life serves as a reminder that our circumstances will change. And that is something we can come to expect in life. Whatever God takes us through has a purpose. I believe that it develops our faith, it deepens our faith, and it helps us to achieve breakthroughs in certain areas of our lives. So whenever you are struck down, because it's not a matter of if you're going to get struck down, When you get struck down, when you get knocked down, God says that this will not destroy you. Now, 1 Peter, the first chapter, verses 6 through 7, says, it speaks to this whole situation. 1 Peter, the first chapter, verses 6 and 7, and it says, I know how great this makes you feel, even though you have put up with every kind of aggravation in the meantime. It says, pure gold put in the fire comes out of it proved pure. Genuine faith put through this suffering comes out proved genuine. You see, when Jesus wraps all of this up, it's your faith not your gold that God will have on display as evidence of his victory. People of God, what we go through is not to make us bitter, is to make us 
better. You see, life is filled with darkness, trouble, and drama, and problems, and heartaches, and headaches, and worry. And a lot of these tight places should not scare you. Whether you live in a studio apartment, or a telephone booth, or drive around in a smart car, you can still thrive in the tight places because God is with you. His peace is what protects you. His love will strengthen you and his faith will empower you to thrive in the tight places of your life. And so in closing, people of God, make sure that you come to God boldly with whatever you're facing. He wants to hear from you and take confidence from the fact that he wants to hear from you. And because he wants to hear from you, you can sleep well. Starting tonight, knowing that even through life's challenges and even though life's challenges are happening, the Lord has given us the biblical coping strategies necessary in order for you to thrive in life. How do, you, how do you respond when you're in a tight spot, when you're in a tight place? Speak in faith, people of God. Speak in faith. Walk by faith and not by sight. Walk in his strength and understand that you can do all things through Christ who provides the strength for your life each and every day. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to hear your words, to live by your words, to embrace your words. Lord God, we understand that in this world, it's full of trouble. It's full of problems. There are things that is always going against us. Sometimes we feel isolated and all alone. But you have spoken to us through your word. That you have said that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And that you will always be with us in these tight places. And because you're with us in these tight places, you expand our territory. You provide comfort and peace. You, you give us space when the enemy comes in like a flood. You love on us. You give us direction. You give us hope. You make us smile because you are with us. And so, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every listener under the sound of my voice that they will embrace your words, that even though they're in a tight place, even though darkness looms that's all around them, that they will speak in faith that they can handle every circumstance and situation that comes against them, God. And that as they speak as a powerful person, they can walk in victory because your words shed light on the darkness. Lord God, I pray for anybody that's going through a difficult time right now because of persecution, because of loss, because they've been struck down, because they've been knocked down and they have no resources. 
They have no way to figure out what's going to happen. But God, you're going to you're going to provide for them everything that they need in order for them to thrive in their tight place. We give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. We thank you for your and we thank you for your encouragement, God, and help us to become everything that you've created us to be and that we won't live in fear, but we will live by faith because faith will bring light to the darkness. And we ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, people of God, we thank God for another episode down, How to Thrive in the Tight Places. Uh, Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. We are so happy that you guys tune in each each and every week. And so please continue to share the podcast. If you if you are enjoying the podcast, please share the podcast with your friends, your family. Just hit that share button and let God's word speak to this generation that needs Jesus. Amen. So again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And we are here to assist in your Christian growth when it comes to walking by faith and not by sight. And again, we thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. If you guys would love to to financially support this ministry, just go to any of our platforms, click the support button, and you can give whatever the Lord has placed on your heart to help us with the mission of making a difference in this world. So people of God, I'm happy and honored to be your podcast pastor if you will allow me to. So again, this is Pastor Phil, Full of Life Ministries. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' mighty name. God bless.